Welcome to Combos at the Loan Signing Table, a podcast by Emerge Notary Agency, with your host, Altavis F. Flary, a seasoned notary and certified loan signing agent. Join Altavis for engaging discussions with first-time homeowners and industry insiders from diverse professional backgrounds. Together, we'll explore the nuances of the loan signing process and beyond, providing valuable insights and knowledge for the real estate and mortgage industry. Get ready for enlightening discussions that empower and inspire. Tune in and join us at the Loan Signing Table. My name is Margaret Farid. I'm a real estate attorney and partner of Roy Farid. My firm handles real estate transactions, business, law, and as well, uh, litigation. Okay. Hi, I am Susan May McLean, founder of Horizon Land Services, and we do title insurance, commercial and residential nationwide. Okay, now ladies, we're going to get right into it. My first question is, what is the difference between a title agency and a real estate agent when it comes to closing these deals, especially in New York City? Can you guys can give us an example of what's the difference between the two when we're closing deals, especially in New York City real estate? Absolutely. A title insurance company handles uh, insuring the past, not the future or the present. Um, basically, what happens is if you're going to buy a building, uh, an apartment, a home, you must get title insurance. What we're saying is, yes, you legally can now own this property. Okay. All right. And what about you, Margaret, coming from a, uh, an attorney? What is your role in the deal? So my role as an attorney is to ensure that uh, contracts of sale are drafted correctly, that all of the applicable provisions to protect my client, whether they're a seller or a buyer, are complied with, uh, ensuring that, you know, the, the clients, their wishes and desires in terms of having free and clear title, um, are in the contract, making sure that if there is ever a default, you know, that their, that their deposits are safely secured back to them. Uh, we, we kind of oversee the entire process and we also work with title as well in terms of clearing all of the, any liens, judgments, uh, title issues. So. We're very instrumental. Now, don't forget to download my new ebook where I'll be providing the simplest steps of how to safeguard your critical documents through the loan signing after you close on your residential or investment property. Don't forget to download in the description bar below. Thank you so much for your support. Now, back to this episode. Lady, something, especially living in New York City. Have you guys ever came across anything done with a home buyer or seller? Any major disputes where you almost there to closing a deal? Have you had any type of like issues in the past, maybe two to five years, where it was a major issue closing any type of New York City closing transaction? Anything you guys can recollect that has come across your table? I had a major issue closing a large commercial building in Manhattan. Uh, and the buyer of that building was purchasing the air rights to the building next door. Now for those, Susan, tell them what this air rights is. Air rights are your building availability per square foot. So basically it's to be able to distribute uh, weight properly. So if you if you have one building and you want to build another story and you don't have the air rights to do so, you can buy it from the building next door as long as the weight is still distributed correctly. Problem was, these uh, this building had setback restrictions that were put on by Jackie Onassis over uh, Grand Central. We were able to actually work with Albany and write a new exception to be able to move forward and uh, permit our client to purchase those air rights. But that was 
very difficult, very long. Nobody thought we could do it, but we did. Would have closed that deal. We closed that deal. And what about you? Um, There's one transaction that came to mind um, that we were overseeing. Um, and this transaction actually ended up in litigation. It was had to do with air rights as well. So in this particular transaction, there was um, a hotel in, in Manhattan that a client was purchasing and they wanted to purchase as well air rights. But the thing is with air rights, you have to have the proper documents such as a Zelda. Um, and if certain documents aren't drafted correctly, if they're not recorded it, right away at the closing, you essentially transfer nothing. You don't transfer air rights, right? You get nothing. So we had a client that, I don't know, put a deposit down of $2 million. And when the documents weren't recorded appropriately, you know, they didn't receive any air rights. They essentially paid for nothing, right? So that that was heavily litigated. Um, and unfortunately, the court found that that they were not in the right somehow. And they had to just give up the deposit. But it's it's stuff like that that which does Which leads me to my next question. What is air rights? I'm hearing air rights a lot. Is that something major that happens in New York City because of our area? Or is that is that something that's that's typical when it's coming when you time to close the deal? Is air rights a big issue, especially closing in New York? I mean, in my experience, I don't think air rights are an issue. It, it's a, it's usually what developers like to see if there are additional air rights that you can build up. So you can always add more floors to a building. No, building up is, you could yes, absolutely. Build up or build, value. exactly. Build up or you could build wider, but it really depends on what um, what properties next to you also have air, air rights. Mm-hmm. Which segues to my next question. What was the biggest deal that you raised close over the last 10 years that you can remember? Like, it's like, uh, 265 million recently, uh, Liberty Avenue. Liberty Avenue. Yeah. How was that? The whole process. Easier than a residential transaction. The commercial, you're, you're doing the exact same work, basically. The, it's just for much larger values. You know, it's, um, and what's, what's great about commercial is when you're dealing with residential, you're pretty much stuck in a box. It's pretty cookie cutter. But when you're dealing with commercial, it's very important to a lot of people that this thing closes. So everyone gets to think out of the box and, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Commercial is a lot more fun than residential. Not that I don't love residential, but it's just, just a lot. Which is, which is, it's, it's weird because you think residential would be such a smooth process. So much nuance, especially in this, this great barrel of great city of New York. We have so many processes to go through. And what about you? Um, so interestingly enough, mm-hmm. we're still, my partner and I are still involved in negotiating a, a deal, very large deal in Manhattan. And we are working with a developer who's actually doing ground up development. Um, they're going to be doing, uh, will they actually purchase, I think about 30,000 square feet of air rights. Um, and they're actually building a rotating hotel. The floors are actually going to rotate. In the building, and they're working. Repeat that again for all this is a rotating. rotating hotel. So the floors in the building is going to actually rotate. Um, and we're working with the top developers and top uh, architects in the world to get this accomplished. Yeah. Didn't we used to have those in the former towers? Yes. Okay, so they're bringing that back. That was the rainbow. Was it the rainbow? The rainbow. I remember. Yeah. I didn't think about. I remember going up and we having that. So it's interesting that she had still. 
And the cost and the cost of that, I mean, it's about four hundred million dollars to to four hundred million dollars. Yeah, four hundred million dollar project. And the funds, everything is clear. Yes, and we're we're going along, going along. Yes. Which leads me to my next question, ladies. Now we talk about diversity in real estate, and we're dealing with so many people from so many different backgrounds. Susan, you tell me, why is it important to have diversity, especially in real estate nowadays, when we're all trying to collaborate, especially in these trying times? You know, this has been a challenging 2023, and we're looking what's going to happen in the next 12, 24 months. So what's your take on this? Diversity, well, honestly, real estate has always been a male-dominated industry. And uh, 25 years ago, when I opened up Horizon, we were few and far between. I remember being at closings larger commercial deals and just thinking to myself, stay still, don't move. They might not notice you're here. Interesting. But now the numbers are narrowing um, and diversity is, as long as they can do the same job, I would always lean towards going towards a, a minority company. But I would never compromise the clients. And right now, it, there's more and more and more. And uh, they're getting some muscle finally. So nobody's really looking to or needs to be quiet at the table anymore. We can all bring, bring our own, yeah. Yeah. We're, you know, our best selves. Yeah. Especially being a notary loan signing agent. I'm here to meet you with everything. And also to help facilitate loan signings for attorneys near and far. And sometimes it is out of state, you know, property. I'm the go-to girl. I'm the face. So we have to show up. We have to represent and make sure the client is taken care of from the beginning to the end to the funding process. So I definitely agree with you, Susan. I know that's very important. And as long as you keep championing that, I definitely the, the future is, is wide open. And what are your thoughts? When it comes to diversity, I mean, it's it's extremely important, especially in New York City, right? It's a huge melting pot. All different ethnicities, all different languages. I mean, my firm is a woman-owned. My partner is Chanzani Roy. Yes, woman owns law firm. Um, and we have a lot of clients from different communities, Asian community, Indian community. Um, you know, you have, uh, your, your, yeah, the list just goes on and on. And we can't tell you how many clients come to us. And our, our, you know, our, um, employees are also diverse as well. So we have people that speak different languages. Clients come to us. They say, I don't speak this English. Yes, absolutely. 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 Sometimes you can have someone just get news by news and just give some, you know, to, to help fix close that deal back by. That helps everybody. So this is a challenge. And sometimes clients feel comfortable with they want to speak at their native, you know, company. And they have someone in the firm so focusing. Clients, clients definitely do feel comfortable when they're speaking to somebody else that knows their language. Mm-hmm. That, that means they want to invite all their friends to, to this law firm. They want to do all their transactions with us. It's just that, that they feel comfortable and that's important for us. As well. Now, ladies, tell my audience and your viewers, where can they follow you if they want to come and stop by and maybe close a deal with you or come talk to you about, you know, what you do here in New York City? Absolutely. So my law firm is Roy Farid. We are located at 206 Jericho Turnpike, second floor in Floral Park, New York. Um, our phone number is 718-971-1909. Um, and our website is RoyFarid.com. Any socials? Instagram. Um, we do have it. We do have an Instagram, but I will share that with you later on and we'll get there. Okay. And you guys can find all these ladies information 
at, you know, in our description, in the description bar, and you can find out and reach out to them and, you know, definitely communicate with them. And you. Great. It's, uh, Horizon Land Services and, uh, the telephone number for the company is 212-921-4141. And we're located at 39 West 38th Street. And Susan, are you have, are you on any of the socials right now? Not too many, but, you know, my cell number is just about everywhere on the internet. So, you can call me seven days a week. Great. Okay. Ladies, thank you so much for stopping by. I really appreciate it. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to learn more about our guests, don't forget to check out Emerge Notary Agency YouTube channel description box. And also, don't forget to share this podcast.